This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. We're having more technical problems. We live in the 21st century. Under. The only reason I know this is because I lived under tyranny. I lived in your host, Michael Garner. Proper fashion at the proper time. Hey guys, we made it. Savage. Hello. Do not adjust your equipment. No, this is not Michael Gardner. I am Joseph M. Leonard, and I am hijacking this broadcast momentarily to issue a heartfelt thank you. Thank you to the clueless nation fascocrats that tune into this show. Thank you. Lies repeated over and over. And with that, let's get on with the show! Hello, do not adjust your set, your equipment. This is indeed not Michael Gardner. This is the far more handsome, <laughs> yeah, this is the far more handsome and intelligent Joseph M. Leonard rather than Michael opening the show. Uh, I've got another show to run to, so Michael's letting me open up the show here talking about NPR, so I just wanted to get these thoughts in. Some NPR people are losing their jobs. Good. They should all lose their jobs. And what's happening, of course, is the elites at the top of NPR aren't going to do with less. They want more. And since there isn't going to be any more federal money coming their direction, they're getting rid of the people at the bottom so they can keep more at the top. As fascist cracks elites always do. They profess to care about the little people, but don't. But we've been saying this for years. NPR should not exist anymore. NPR may have made sense when radio and TV first started. There weren't private entities. Today, there are millions upon millions of outlets privately owned and operated for you to get news and information from. The federal government should be funding only Voice of America to promote America abroad in our enemy into enemy territories. We should not be allowing them to peddle propaganda here at home. Yeah, I agree with you, Jim. I really do. And, um, you know, this NPR guys, uh, I thought we were, we were done hearing about NPR. I mean, but it's back on the radar, back on the radar. You got any thoughts on that there, Sus? Oh, I thought the economy's booming. It's the administration. Thought, what happened? No, we just, oh, I thought, we, yeah, according to Joe Biden, we somehow created 18 million new jobs. Whoa, I guess, where's the ballot? Oh, I see a ballot right there. No, I'm just kidding. It's pretty pathetic. 
I'm sorry. You're right. Hey, That's Sauce, you're right. You're exactly what? right. They're manufacturing fake jobs just like they manufactured fake ballots, like in Pennsylvania. Sure. They sent out 1.5 million ballots illegally in violation of Pennsylvania law. They got back more than 2 million ballots. Uh, yeah. Can anybody do simple math anymore? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, yeah. uh, you know, guys, they're, they're more worried about this shit. Uh, you know, uh, and I want to thank Sauce for sending over these pictures here. We put a graphic in here. Uh, they're more worried about pride libraries in America. Yes. Yeah. This is the shit that they rather care about. George Floyd. The rainbow, uh, was that a mm. rainbow mass sauce or something? A st safe zone uh, for yeah. five different sh uh, fathers and mothers of both transgender and gay and bisexual. This is exactly what they want to hear. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They have removed. They talked about us wanting age appropriateness in school. How is that age appropriate? No, no, right. How is that? Help me understand. How is reading about George Floyd age appropriate? How is talking about safe zone? How is talking about the LGBTQ youth a safe zone? And look at the book saying that she's a potato and a pea, saying that be happy. What kind of a book is that? Yeah. And why would you put that in the child's section area? You shouldn't be putting that, you dumb moron. Yeah. I mean, what about the kids? That's exactly my point. Those aren't Sorry, age appropriate, but uh, they have taken, they literally have censored and banned books that they're trying to accuse us. Of. We're not talking about banning these books. We're making these books available at the high school level, at the least where they can handle it. But they have taken out To Kill a Mockingbird yep. and uh, Huck Finn and all all those that Orwell books because they dare not let people see that they are the party of or what Orwell talked about. They want to pornificate our children and prevent them from learning reality. Bread and circus. Clueless nation, look that up. Bread and circus. As long as you feed people enough breadcrumbs and keep them distracted with circuses, they maintain their power and control. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with it 100%. But let's get back to the MP. That's all, folks. I mean, you know, that's, I sound like Joe Biden from the other day. You know, uh, the NPR. There we go. The NPR is uh, is undergoing a reduction of roughly 10% of its workers. And I want to get Joseph's final thoughts as he departs because he's got to get ready here in about a minute or two. Joseph, buddy, uh, one minute or less, buddy. What's your final thoughts, uh as you depart, sir, and I want to thank you for coming on because Joseph's a busy man and a very highly political activist, conservative <clears throat> political activist in his own right. Joseph, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, NPR, nothing but progressive radio. And the government shouldn't be funding propaganda of one side or the other, period. Neither side, it shouldn't be funding conservative 
radio like Limbaugh, should Limbaugh have been funded by federal dollars? According to your NPR model, he should have been able to get money under that supposed fair and balanced, uh, 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 what the hell's the stupid act that they, they're peddling about fairness and the airwaves. It's a bunch of yeah. crap. It's all about... Yeah. Power and control, the deep state peddling the propaganda they want, and it should all be privately funded. If you want to help peddle the NPR message, then you send in your money. Stop fucking stealing it out of my pocket for it. You're damn right. You're damn right. And uh, before we close it up here with Joseph and uh, Sasanai is going to carry the show right after we depart from him. I want to say thank you to Live Rishi CBD Products. Guys, get 20% off your entire order with code, and this is our exclusive code, guys, SAVAGE10. Make sure you hit that QR code to get our tremendous deal to you. It's about giving back to you, the listener. So thank you very much, Live Rishi, for sponsoring Savage Unfiltered for roughly a year now. Thank you very much. Hat tip to you. Back to yeah, the show. Yeah, hey, that, that's good, Michael. Yeah. yeah, we as conservatives often talk in terms of giving back. I, this might be a little bit of a stretch on that theme, but we're about giving and helping others. And the left is all about take, take, take. What can I take from you to give to that person to buy their vote for my power? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, guys, if you're looking on the camera, Joseph, you look very, very clear today with your new uh, 1080K uh, webcam, buddy. Yeah, yeah, my 1080. There's still a little bit of ghosting. I thought that would go. You could see that. And uh, I figured it out. It's uh, it's a contrast issue. The more I lean in, the more it clears up because there's a better contrast. The other thing I could do, it's because of my lily white skin tone, not, you know, giving enough contrast against the building is in I, the background. But I was you know going to say, yeah, I was going to say, Joseph, you look like you're tan now. I thought you were Florida <laughs> and you're not telling me something. Hey, buddy, no. come on over. Yes, bastard. You yeah. sure told me. <laughs> but what I think I need to do next week is to pull a Trudeau, a Silverman, a Kimmel or a Joyless Behar and do blackface. That way what? they'll be better contrast no that's yeah. that's justin that's Tr justin trudeau you gotta be just justin trudeau <laughs> yeah. he did blackface yeah all, all of those that i mentioned it so yeah. did sarah silverman jimmy kimmel joyless behar but of course and and what about northam we still don't know if he was the blackface guy or the kkk guy but that's okay hey, when who, left who knew joseph but yeah but who, who knew, uh, guys, I, I thought I would never uh, do this on my own show in Joseph because Joseph's been a great here on Savage Unfiltered. But, Joseph, I'm going to let you get out of here, buddy. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. Good luck with your next uh, uh, podcast appearance. Uh, who, who are you peering on, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I'm doing a uh, fourth uh, week on the Wicked Campfire, and we're getting away from the book and politics. Today we're going to talk about remote viewing and astral projection and we've talked about orbs and ghosts and stuff wow. like that. so some you know some different fun stuff i'm not a one-trick pony i could do a lot of stuff <laughs> hey joseph's multitask there you go thanks very much joseph for coming on buddy it means a lot thank you and, joseph uh, thanks yeah yeah we'll catch yeah. you we'll uh, catch you on the flip side
All right. Take care, everybody. God bless. We'll see you next week. Take it easy, Joseph. (laughs) All right, buddy. Guys, uh, you just heard one of the co-hosts here on the show, Joseph M. Leonard, on the show here of Show Savage Unfiltered, part of the Savage Army. Always a blessing and always a privilege uh, talking to a man that's been in the political specter the political world for over 45 years sauce can you believe that 45 years man it's it's it's, it's been a while that's Literally. longer than i've that's been a lot that's longer than i've been alive five years i wasn't even thought of i didn't think my mom was alive back then but yeah no, another topic that i kind of want to touch on okay okay have you noticed okay so have you noticed like that the Republican Party has become really soft and that they did uh, the straw poll that was conducted? And guess who? Uh, guess what the Republican Party's favoring? I don't know. What's their, what is it, Sauce? I can imagine. Guess who, guess who was the most favored? Guess who was favored out of the whole straw poll? Out of all tell the me, candidates. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm like a little child at Christmas. Who, who, who? Which Cheney? Who? Which, which Cheney? Witch Cheney. Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney. Oh, the Wicked Witch of, uh, we can't say yeah. the West because we already seen one. We can't say the Wicked Witch of the North because we already well, had that in the Wizard of Oz. So Wicked maybe Witch she's of the, the Hell. Witch of the Hell, yeah. Wicked yeah, Witch, Wicked of, Witch hell. of Hell. Yeah. Isn't that sad? Like, what? Uh, it is very what sad. Are your and, and, guess, and guess what? So I voted for President Trump in the straw poll. And I also DeSantis as his vice president. You know, what are your thoughts on this whole fiasco of them, like, beefing, like, major beef? What are your thoughts on it? Do you think that Ron DeSantis should just run as a running mate with Donald Trump, or do you think that this is going to fracture the Republican Party for 2024? Well, I'm going to be quick on it because I want to get back to the NPR, guys, because we have a lot to cover before we close it out here. Um, My thoughts on it, Sus, I think it's hilarious that the Democrats – are literally battling each other out. I mean, we've heard like uh, what uh, AOC literally mm-hmm. saying, we need to make this country a country that we can look at for the next 20 years. Almost sounds like a, like a, um, uh, a Bernie Sanders. What we need to do is make sure everything is fair and everything is uh, uh, non-complicated and this and that. We yep. need to stop making this country a bunch of fascists of America. Oh, I thought you voted for a fascism. I thought you were all for the Green New Deal, AOC. I thought yeah. so. Well, I thought we only had five. I thought we only had twelve years to live. That's what she said. Like Greta cool. Thunberg. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, we have twelve more years. We have five more years. Well, that was tweeted out back in 2018, and then Greta Thunberg, uh, she had to delete that tweet. And then I said, screw you, Greta Thunberg. And I tagged her into it because the left, <laughs> they, no, literally, I said, I said, screw you, Th- Greta Thunberg, because all the Democrats care about is if they don't, like this whole climate change, watch out, mark my words, okay? 20, 2024 on the Democrats' uh, polling, it will be on uh, a victim, victimhood, oh, I'm a victim, and that's what NPR is playing right now. All those employees, oh, I'm a victim. Oh, NPR is very rude to me. You know, I was, I was like, I was a tranny, and then I decided to identify as a zebra. But then NPR made me quit, and now I'm just gonna go out in the pasture and act like yeah. a donkey. You know, on the yeah. White House lawn. 
I mean, good it, stuff, guys. Yeah, uh, hold that right. thought, Sauce. We got to get a quick break. You okay. know, we're going to close it out here with NPR, guys. Wow, a, a crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, topic of, of an episode. Be right back, guys. A state of emergency at the Texas border. Another series of major fentanyl busts in Arizona. Joe Biden has brought in five million people with his failure to secure America's borders. Five million illegals, including thousands of Chinese citizens. President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris are in business with the cartels as they traffic humans and drugs across our border. Fentanyl seizures are skyrocketing at the border. Enough deadly and illegal fentanyl seized this year to kill every American. In Georgia, Georgia, fentanyl deaths have gone up by 230%. On average, over 300 Americans die every single day from fentanyl poisoning. Why isn't this a national security crisis? Immigration is a political issue. This administration... The border is not open. It's like they're guilty of treason. Fentanyl is killing more than 70,000 Americans a year. I am so sorry for the death of your two sons that died from fentanyl poisoning that should never have happened. A mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl. The interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. (laughs) You mock the loss of my sons. How dare you? We are completely against the policies of the Biden administration that's allowing the murder of over 300 Americans a day from fentanyl, allowing the Mexican cartels to illegally make over $20 billion and allow our country to be invaded every single day. memory last summer uh, would have to be July 4th at Sea Isle City. I was having so much fun. We were all working together to achieve that same goal, which was get the customer in and out as fast as possible with a delicious Wawa product. What I love most is just the fun camaraderie, the teamwork. It's just a great, fun place, equal opportunity. Can't beat it. The fun, fast-paced environment in the summertime, it's like no other. You're, from the second you walk in the door to the second you leave, it is go, 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 but it's a ton of fun at the end of the day. It's a great company to work for. They care for you and their leaders as well. And they always there to help out in every angle that associate needs it. The three best things working at Wawa is teamwork, um, our goose pride, or otherwise known as goose blood, um, and community. Wawa's really, really focused on being there for the community. It's just a really fun experience to, to get involved with. guys welcome back to the show as we conclude here i want to uh, i want to uh, touch a little bit more here on this npr uh, uh finally npr basically uh you can't say they're going bankrupt they're, they're, they're doing similar uh to similar companies such as walmart they're just like i guess i guess they're like budgeting right uh you know with their money and all that are they well, though uh, the npr guys i don't know if you heard in the beginning of this episode the npr guys is literally undergoing a reduction of roughly 10% of his workforce now just recently there was a facility in Atlanta's midtown okay that is now letting go of employees 
longtime employees. That's been there for, God, 10, almost 15 years. Now, that's big because there is a big facility in Atlanta of the NPR. Now, what does this say? I don't know. Sasu, you got anything on this, buddy? Uh, you know, NPR, it's, it's, it's a big one, buddy. Well, I do. Big, big stuff. And, and guess what I tweeted? So I said, I don't feel bad for NPR. When you go all woke, you lose followers. Hashtag LOL, funny, trending, broke. And I feel like this is what's happening with Disney World, which is actually in your neck of the woods. So NPR actually reported on this, where <laughs> Disney World is about to have the biggest gay festival that they've ever had. Uh, in Disney, and it's it's to combat uh, Ron DeSantis's new bill. Well, literally, this is what happens when companies go woke and they decide to go too far left. People lose follow, lose revenue, and what happens? You you have to make cutbacks, just like Walmart, just like Amazon, just like Facebook. I don't feel bad because this is the consequences of business, and. If once you started realizing, man, why are people picking up? Why are people clicking on the things that are matter? Why are we only reporting on one side? Man, we gotta let's look at ourselves. Clearly, they forgot to look at themselves in the mirror, and and this is what happens. This is the consequences. And I just, I think it's, I think it's funny actually. So back to you, Michael. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's hilarious. I really do. Um, well, one, I don't think it's hilarious for the workers because they're losing a career out of this. And, um, you know, nothing against the workers, buddy, but, you know, uh, ma'am and sirs, right? I got to put the correct pronouns in because we live in a sensitive society and everybody might lose their fucking skulls. But, you know, I do. I feel bad for the people there of of NPR. Uh, and I, I wish the best of them. Maybe they can get another job. Hopefully they can, you know, with the experience that they have. But, uh, you know, just recently, guys, hear this as we con uh, conclude with this. The NPR now, Sauce, is wanting to cancel four podcasts oh, to the major layoffs. Yeah, they're going to cancel the podcast. Well, they can't afford to go on a podcast? What? Wow. It's called Anchor.fm or it's called Cutting Back or it's called maybe changing your story so you don't talk about politics all the time. It's called broadening your horizon and getting different markets. That's what it's called. Well, first, Josh, you're giving fake news. It's not Anchor FM anymore, guys. It's, oh, it's, Spotify. Spo it's Spotify. Spotify or, yeah, podcasting by Spotify or what the fuck is it called? Spotify by podcasting? It's one or the other. You guys can look it up. It's not uh, Anchor FM. They rebranded again. But, uh, yeah, major, major, major budget gaps now show in excessive of $30 million, uh, $30 million with these budgets. Crazy. Ooh, man. Well, hey, maybe they should, uh, just like the big bank, just like the big banks, maybe they should ask uh, Daddy Joey or let Brandon, they should ask Mr. Brandon in the White House to build them out. I'm sure he can build that out with a big surplus that they're about to have with a $6.8 trillion that they're about to spend. Why not? You're going to bail out everybody else, so... Yeah, I'm let's sure use. they can. I can. I'm sure they can do something, Sus. I, I, I really do. Uh, you know, they, 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 they. You know, uh, there's a lot of companies, Sus, that are, that are, having to go to that budget, mm -hmm. and it's sad. It really is. It's really, really, really sad, guys. As we conclude this show, uh, we're going to conclude here. I want to, 
I want to thank Sauce and Joseph. It's been a while since we've had them on, you know, uh, back and back together. You know, uh, Sauce and I just did a uh, uh, a show uh, just yesterday uh, with the uh, uh, just everything. We covered, uh, you know, Sauce's uh, public hearing, you know, there and, you know, the political hell and everything else that Sauce is getting and uh, including myself and Joseph, all three of us. I mean, we're we're in a, we're in a battle for 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 it all, folks. We we really are. And uh, I, I really want to thank uh, I want to thank Sauce and I want to thank Joseph. Uh, uh, really, I want to thank Sauce for for going through all of it. I mean, the the guy is like a Terminator. I mean, he he goes, you know, he hits it hard and, and doesn't stop. And and he and he's willing to fight for his country. He really is. And Even I, well, yeah. And and even when people like go after you and it's really sad when your own political party and when your own neighbors and your own family goes after you when you're fighting for the right thing. And see, and this is the thing that Michael and I gravitate towards. We're not fighting for right now. We are fighting for our kids and our kids generation. That's what we're fighting for. And it is more than prevalent. And 2024 will be more than ever, because if we don't win in 2024, we're not going to have a nation anymore. You know, we're not going to have a nation and we're going to have a nation where people arrest you. We're oh, yeah. going to have a we're going to have a nation where people arrest you for speaking out, for praying in public. We're going to have people arresting you. That's the sad part. And that's why. But before that happens, I, I hope you'd be dead. You hope to be not dead, sauce? Well, no, no. Well, it's going to come to that, but I don't want to be dead. But I'd rather go to prison fighting for freedom than not going to prison. Yeah, either or right guys uh you know guys we're going to conclude with this show i want to thank everybody uh that tuned in uh, especially yesterday's show it was a very heated show uh this show today um uh, you know was very heated i thought you know um so i want to thank you guys that tuned in to uh monday's show i want to thank you uh to those who had tuned into uh uh to yesterday's show on tuesday uh which we got into entitlement and triggered uh and then including today uh, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in uh, to NPR um, with the layoffs. Uh, tremendous three set of shows, guys. So thank you very much. Hat tip to you guys. And uh, remember, guys, remember to hit that like and follow button on our Rumble page. Uh, and also, too, our audio uh, on Spotify, iHeart. And uh, I welcome some of my listeners, uh, I hope all my listeners, uh, to check out the Sash Report. Uh, he covers political uh, views, thoughts. Uh, he gets into his daily devotion, um, his walk with Jesus, and um, and and very very much spiritual passages uh, that you can find on the Sash Report, uh, which is part of his uh, "Remember God Loves You" and "I'll Meet You at the Finish Line" uh, spiritual uh, part of that show. It, there's two shows in one, pretty much, but it's through the Sash Report. Check it out on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google, Apple. Uh, anywhere you hear a podcast, guys. With that being said, thank you very much uh, for tuning into the show. And remember, guys, keep it savage. Join the Savage Army. And hopefully, we'll see you at the finish line, so to speak, uh, fighting for America. Take it easy, guys.